Hi, friends. Happy Magical Monday. I'm TJ. And I'm Courtney. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast. Yeah, our last one of 2022. It is. What big a, sad. <laughs> big sad, but also really exciting. It's been a fun year uh, recording these episodes and just watching our favorite movies and yeah. talking about them. Um, today we're talking about a really special one um, for so many reasons, but it's like one of our favorites. It's kind of a tradition. We watch it every year. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Yes. It's such a sweet little movie. It is. It's so wholesome. Um, and I feel like we've, it's only been like two or three years in a row that we've watched it, but still it's, uh, it's become like a part of Christmas for us. Yeah. It's just so precious. It really is. It's so sweet. You get to see the, the main characters of, what do they call the Disney? The, the Fab Five? Fab Five. Yeah. You get Mickey, um, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, Goofy, and then the, and Pluto and then the ensemble around them. It's just really yeah. sweet. Yeah. So good. Super good. Yeah, are you getting confused by our our cat and our dog fighting each other? Yeah. yeah they're not really fighting, they're just playing. They're playing, but yeah. it's very distracting. It is very distracting. Uh, uh, Courtney, you want to take us into a... Well, before we do the plot summary, this is the cool thing about this movie. It's a three-part movie. Yes. There's three different stories. Yeah. All three kind of tell a really special element of Christmas. and um, They do it in a really special way that's kind of true to the characters, and it's really cool and really sweet. Yes, I agree. I'm going to kick us off with a plot summary. All right, let's do it. Okay, so the first story is um, Donald's story. The story, well, it's not really about him, but it's about um, kind of the the triplets, the nephews, right? Yeah, it's kind of centered around them, and then he, it's like, it's kind of him and, and Daisy's. They're like the part of the Fab Five that the story's about, but it's kind of around uh, Dewey, Huey, and... Louis. Louis, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, this one, it says, is actually inspired by the 1892 short story, Christmas Every Day. Oh, really? By William D. Howells. That's really cool. I don't know. That's what Wikipedia says, so... No, no, no. That, 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 sounds, that sounds like it's accurate, but that's actually really cool. It's inspired by a different story than Disney. Yes. Okay. So, Huey, Dewey, and Louie wake up one Christmas morning and then go downstairs to open their presents, even though they are supposed to wait for Daisy, Uncle Scrooge, and Aunt Gertie to arrive. The boys then take their new sleds from Uncle Donald and not reading the included card, and they go sledding before having Christmas dinner where Donald yells at them to learn some manners. While Donald, Daisy, Uncle Scrooge, and Aunt Gertie sing carols, the boys play with their new toys. Later, it's time to go to bed, and having enjoyed the day immensely, the boys wish for it to be Christmas every day. Their wish is granted, and at first, they are joyful. After a few days, however, they begin to get tired of Christmas and realize that every day will be exactly the same. They decide to change the course of action of the next day by playing tricks and pranks, including swapping the cooked turkey with a live one at dinner. Hilarious, honestly. So funny. It turns out to be a terrible Christmas for everyone, especially Donald. Shortly after, the boys read the card that was given to them earlier by Donald and Daisy. The card wishes them love and explains that Christmas is not about presents. It is also about being with family. Um... And, like, showing care for the ones that you care about. Um, The boys feel guilty and decide to make amends by making the next day the best Christmas ever. As the boys spread love and cheer by giving Aunt Gertie kisses and helping Daisy with dinner, Donald becomes suspicious. While singing carols, Donald confronts the boys, demanding to know what they are up to. 
An outraged Daisy snaps at Donald, accusing him of spoiling a perfect Christmas. Huey, however, admits that Donald was right and that he and his brothers forgot something. Huey, Dewey, and Louie pull out their gift for Uncle Donald, a sailboat made out of their sleds. Genuinely surprised and embarrassed and touched, Donald thanks his nephews with a warm hug. At the end of the day, the boys finally realize the true meaning of Christmas and the time loop ends leading into the day after Christmas. Yeah, so sweet. I thought that was such a great way to kick off the... uh the three movies. I agree. Yeah. The next one's called A Very Goofy Christmas. I think this one's my, um, might be my favorite. This one's so good. So you have Goofy and Max, um, and at the intro of the ep- of the uh, the segment of the movie, they're, they're mailing a letter to Santa Claus. However, as soon as they get home, their neighbor Pete tells Max, this is so awful, that Santa does not exist, saying it is impossible that he cannot fly around the world in one night. Things get worse when Goofy poses as Santa for some kids and Max finds out that he tricked him. Goofy is determined to prove to Max that Santa does exist and stays up all Christmas Eve to keep an eye out for him while Max, still bitter, just wants to move on. After mistaking a beagle boy who was robbing Pete's house for Santa, Goofy eventually gives up hope of Santa coming. Max then does everything that Goofy did to try and make him happy, including posing as a very small Santa himself. In the end, the real Santa actually comes and gives Max the gift he asked for, as well as burying Pete's house next door in snow, which was awesome. When Max asks Goofy if Santa forgot his present, Goofy answers that every year he asks for the same thing, and he always gets it. Max's happiness. This segment of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas uh, chronologically precedes the cartoon series Goof Troop, and it's film a Goofy movie. Um, I feel like that was important to say because um, it's kind of, I think this was the beginning of how they did Goof Troop, and then they went from there with Goofy, and Max made that, and then ended up making a Goofy movie, which was really cool. Very interesting. Indeed. Okay. That's a cute story, too. I like that story. Yeah, that story's really cute. I like the the dynamic between um, father and son. Really good. I agree. Okay. Um, So the last one is Mickey and Minnie. Um, And so this one, it says, is based off the night... What am I saying? Based off the 1905 short story, The Gift of... Magi? Magi? How do you say that word? Magi. Magi by... I think. Um, o. Henry? I don't know who that is, but that's great. Good for um, O. Henry. <laughs> good for O. Henry. <laughs> um, so Mickey wants to get Minnie a gold chain for her one heirloom, her watch. So he works at Crazy Pete's tree lot. Minnie wants to give Mickey something special for Christmas as well. So she works hard at her job in a department store to get a bonus to buy a present with. And she wants to get Mickey a, he plays the harmonica. And so she wants to get him like this really pretty, nice harmonica case. Um, when Mickey offers a small tree to a poor family who cannot afford to buy a special 10-footer tree, his greedy supervisor, Pete, steals Mickey's money and dismisses him. I hate Pete. Same. Pete inadvertently puts his lit cigar into his pocket with Mickey's money without noticing, which triggers a sequence that ends up setting himself, the money, and his ten or in his trees, which include the ten footers. He sets it all on fire. Um, meanwhile, while this is going on, um, Minnie's bonus from her stingy boss, Mortimer Mouse, proves to be nothing but a fruitcake. How sad she worked so hard and didn't even get like an actual like monetary bonus she got 
Fruitcake. No one wants fruitcake. She got pizza at the lunchroom at work. <laughs> Dead. Okay. Um, after playing music for a toy drive with the Firehouse 5, Mickey has the idea that he can trade his harmonica for the gold chain. The shop is closing when he gets there, and the owner who is just leaving isn't interested in the harmonica, but changes his mind after hearing Mickey play it. Back at Minnie's house, Mickey gives her the chain for her watch, which she no longer has, and Minnie gives him a case for his harmonica, which she also no longer has. Um... Basically, they traded what they had to get the other person what they wanted, which is really sweet. Um, However, Mickey and Minnie get emotional seeing how far they went to profess their love, and they are still able to celebrate a happy Christmas. And then in the finale, you have the film concluding with a medley of various songs, Jingle Bells, Deck the Halls, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, featuring the main characters from the three segments. It's like a cool little sweet way to end it. And uh, that is the end, and they all just kind of sing you out, and then it's uh, it's just really sweet. It is really sweet. So, um, as we always start, what's your initial thoughts? Like, what did you think initially when you um, saw this? Initially, I thought it was super cute. Um, it just is like tells. I think it's cool because there's um, in each different story, there's three different kind of family dynamics, and it can show that Christmas doesn't have to look one way. Christmas can look very diverse, and that's okay, and you can still learn and know the true meaning of Christmas without it looking the way you might think it's supposed to look, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. Like, you have... And, and we we probably should have researched this a little bit better, but we can talk about it a little bit still. Um, you got, like, Donald, who, you know, we see throughout all the, the interactions with him and Huey, Dewey, and Louie. It's like... They live with him sometimes, but he's like their uncle. Yeah, he's their uncle. And um, then you have Max and uh, Goofy, which that's one of my favorite relationships. Like, I love Goof Troop, and the Goofy movie is probably like one of my favorite Disney movies ever. Um, then you have Max and um, Goofy, father and son. Mom's not involved. Don't know what happened. Just, just, just yeah. dad and son. That's how it always is throughout the TV show and throughout this episode and throughout um, the, the Goofy movie. And then you have Mickey and Minnie, which is just a classic. They're not married, but they're dating very in love you know yeah. it's just like all three phases of like Christmas you know you have like and then what I love too is you have like Donald's Christmas with Huey, Dewey and Louie with like a huge family coming over cooking the traditional dinner yeah then you have like Max and Goofy who are just like a little more modern right like Max like wants a snowboard and they're but then they go next door and they help the family next door because yeah you can tell that they're poor yeah, and then you have uh, Mickey and Minnie doing like the the class of like single people. Um, you know, they're both working really hard. You know, get off work, rush home, have a Christmas Eve dinner together, kind of thing. Yeah, and I think it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen and everything out there that is like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, same. There's tons of shorts and movies and TV shows and just tons of things out there about Mickey and Minnie. But um, from the things that I have seen. This is like the only time that you can actually tell that they're poor. Yes. Like they get around by Pluto dragging them around town on a sled. Yeah. And, and they like you can tell that Minnie's house is like run down. Like they are struggling and I think that that's just so important too. Like it just like um I don't know like really hones into that thing I was saying about like you can have like a Christmas that looks that might not look 
like picture perfect or magazine perfect or Instagram perfect. Um, but you can still have a good Christmas and know the true meaning of Christmas and be surrounded by people that love and care about you and it not look how it might, I don't know, how you might think it's supposed to look, especially from like Instagram and magazines and TV and whatever. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think that um, to echo your point, like this is one of the first instances, I think the only other time you see it is the Mickey shorts that we watch when we go to the resorts. They will picture Mickey and Minnie as poor sometimes. But for the most part, like you don't, not that they're not pictured as not poor, but like it's just like you see like... It just seems like they have everything and they don't need to worry about anything. Right. They're just kind of like living life, doing whatever they do. Yeah, exactly. They're not like struggling. But here they were struggling. Yeah. Just to buy a gift for someone, which was yeah. for each other, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, my first question, I'm actually going to buck, the, uh, buck the, the, the traditional question for this question first. I think it needs to be asked. Out of the three, what is your favorite? I don't know. What's your favorite? The second one. I like um, A Goofy Christmas with Max and Goofy. I think that was my favorite one overall. It's hard to pick one, to be honest. It is. I just thought that Goofy and Max's story was so precious. And I really loved Goofy taking Max next door to their obviously not as well-to-do neighbor as them. And mm-hmm. Goofy dresses up as Santa and brings him gifts and cooks him dinner. Like, yeah. like Goofy's such a screw-up in so many ways. Like, not a, when I say a screw-up, I don't mean like he's like a deadbeat or anything. I mean, like, he's just like, he's Goofy. He just, like, messes yeah. things up. He trips yeah. and falls. And, but like when they were going through the mall. Yeah, but he's like, when you look at him, Donald, and Mickey, like, Mickey's like the, Mickey's like Captain America. He's supposed to be, like, put together. Always put together. Always doing the right thing. And then you have, um, and then you have Donald, who's very much... He's like, a little angry man. He's like, honestly, he's kind of a mix between Tony Stark and the Hulk. He's just like, he's just always angry, but like he's, you still like him and he's cool. And then you have Goofy, who's Star-Lord. And he just kind of gets through things, <laughs> but he's like, he's like always like kind of bumbling through it, you know? Um, and that's why I love Goofy. But anyways, that was my favorite. I, and I just, I have a sweet spot for him and Max. Like I said, Goofy movie is one of my favorite movies. Like not even just Disney movies. Like I just love a Goofy movie. She knows. I listen to the soundtrack of the car all the time. And um, I just love a Goofy movie. I love Goof Troop, the TV show that came from Goofy movie. And I didn't know that this original story with Goofy and Max was why Goof, it came before Goof Troop. Like knowing that now, it just even makes it more special for me. I love that for you. Thank you. I actually think that I really enjoy the first one with Donald and the nephews. Um, I just think it's cool to like, I don't know. They're just cute. And I think that having like Chip and Dale in there too, like I just thought that was so cute. Um, And I feel like it's something so relatable because like as kids, like we probably all at one point or another, like depending on what kind of Christmases we had. Or maybe it's not Christmas. Maybe it's, like, another day that's special to you during the year. Like, you thought, like, oh, my gosh, I just want to... I wish it was... I wish it could be this day forever. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, for sure. It's almost like even as an adult, like, I think this happened to me last year. It, it was, like, our first Christmas, like, kind of in quotations after COVID. So we were, like, around people a lot more. And um, Christmas, like, came and went. And, like, the day after Christmas, I was, like... Or even Christmas night, like we'd already done all the presents and we were just sitting at home. And I was like, dang, Christmas is over. Yeah. This sucks. You know what I mean? Like it just happens so quick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I feel like we'd like, you know, after Thanksgiving, you you kind of rush to Christmas, like you rush there. And then um, 
it's kind of over. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It is. Here's the cool thing about Christmas, though. And I love that this episode, if you don't mind me pontificating on this, I feel like that this episode, like the first one, kind of shows you that Christmas is only special because it's only one day a year. If every day was Christmas, Christmas wouldn't be special. Yeah, and it almost shows, too, that, like, it's not necessarily the gifts you get. It's the people that you're spending Christmas and these special moments with. A thousand percent. Like, I honestly thought about this during it. And um, I hope your family listens to this episode. I'm sure they will at some point. But I would say this to them. Like, I almost would, like, if Christmas Day was us all, which we're kind of doing it this year. But, like, let's say I only got, like, one gift. Like, not all the gifts we're going to give each other or anything. So I only got one gift. And that was it. But I got to spend time with family. Like the yeah. way that we do, I would rather have that than get like 30 gifts. Like the gift part of Christmas is just not important. Comparatively, you know? Yeah. I agree. For sure. It's hard for me to remember. <laughs> I know. Well, like we did this cool thing like we're doing with our family this year. Yeah, we're doing... I mean, it's kind of like Secret Santa, but everyone knows who each other has. So it's not really Secret Santa, but... Yeah, and we're getting each we're other. We're just doing a little gift exchange instead of giving. Just because our my family is big. And it's growing. And growing. Like, I have my parents, both my parents, and then um, have three siblings. And myself and two other of my siblings have significant others. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So just as we have a lot of people, I think there's like 10 of us yeah. and it's hard to buy gifts and like spend a lot of money on quality gifts for every single person. Yeah. Agreed. And it's one of those things where it kind of makes you focus like, you know, I'm going to focus more on the people I'm spending time with and the people I'm getting gifts for than the gifts that I'm receiving, which is really cool. Yeah. Like even this year has been so cool. Cause we've been like, I've been like, Oh, what am I going to get? I mean, everybody knows, right? The fa- yeah, family knows who's getting some. I'm like, what am I getting Chloe this year? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Versus trying to like find, you know, I can focus what I'm getting on one person. It's really cool. And then we get to focus on just spending time together and exchanging gifts on Christmas, which would be super fun. Yeah. And we can like play games and like actually spend time together. Cause I mean, when there's that many people and everyone buys each other like multiple gifts, gifts yeah. and you actually spend a lot of time actually opening gifts and like it just is a lot. So instead of like doing that and everyone just opens one or two gifts instead of like 10 gifts, 10 plus gifts. Then it's, I don't know. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I agree. Cause you like, you, I don't know. It just helps us focus less on presence and more on like who is in our presence, you know? Yeah. That was really good play on words. I like that a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. That was I good. Like plays on words and puns. I know you do. So do I. <laughs> we're, we're very punny people. Um, we try. So, We'll do our traditional questions, but it's going to be a little difficult. So this could be a long episode if we broke it down episode by episode. I'm going to call them episodes. There's three episodes within the movie. So favorite character. Do you want to break them down favorite character per episode, or do you want to do favorite character overall throughout the three? I'm just going to say overall. Let's do that. Yeah, I agree. Do you know who's yours? It's a toss-up between Goofy and... Maybe we do like top three 
favorite characters overall. I love that. Okay, because like even though the, the Goofy movie one and um, the Goofy movie, uh, Goofy movie, even though go- the uh, Goofy Christmas and the, uh, I'd say my favorite is episode two, which is the Goofy one, episode one, which is the Donald one, and then episode three, that would be my list. But I think my three favorite characters are Goofy and then maybe Mickey and then Donald because I actually really like Mickey's character in the third one like him playing the harmonica and like yeah. it's really good like I like his character so I'd say my, my favorite would be Goofy and then Mickey and then I, I just love Donald Donald cracks me up how angry he gets about everything all the time it's so funny well I think it's kind of cute like at the very beginning obviously like this egg falls on his head and he's like he starts to like steam and his face is like super red and then he's like about to like blow up and then he just like melts yeah He's like, it's Christmas. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And yeah. I thought that was really sweet. That is really sweet. Because of the friend group of like the Fab Five, like Donald's definitely the hothead. He got some anger issues. He does got some anger issues. What about you? What's your top three? I would say, um, man, this is hard. I really like Mickey and Minnie. And then I really like the nephews, but I also really like Daisy in the first one. Yeah, she's very good. She just is very sweet. She always is, though. She's, she's like, always like even. I mean, I wouldn't say she's always even keeled because sometimes she gets a little angry and snappy too. Yeah. But and sassy. But um, I don't know. It's it was nice to see her in this like very, very chill, very almost sentimental on every moment anytime she like talked especially when she's like putting the turkey or ham or whatever they were eating on the um on the table she was just so sentimental in everything she said and it like I don't know it's just really sweet to see yeah I agree I like Daisy a lot I always have um what other characters do you like I don't know I said the nephews and Mickey and Minnie those Daisy. are my favorite those are good I like those a lot um I mean, I think they're all great characters. I don't have one bad character. That's the hard part is the main characters of all are really good and they're good for different reasons. Um, I agree with you, though. Uh, we wanted to touch on this while we're talking about favorite characters. Let's just go and touch on it. I think that we both noticed as we watched this that we've kind of come to terms with the fact that we think we like Donald and Daisy's Daisy relationship. And Mickey, and Minnie. and Mickey and Minnie. I feel like Donald and Daisy are more realistic. They are. Like, Donald's very, like hot-headed but he loves daisy so much and he's a good friend he's a good friend to mickey and, and goofy like he's a really good friend yeah he's like there for them like he he but he also tell them about their crap which is kind of great mickey's too perfect yeah i mean he not i i don't know it's like not so much in this but in like in other movies outside of this and other shows and shorts outside of this you can tell that he does everything he, he can to make sure him and his life is perfect. Minnie and her life is perfect. Their life together is perfect. And it just is like, that's nice. And it's like cute, but it's also not realistic. Yeah. And I just think that Donald and Daisy, even though, I mean, they're all talking animals, but like, yeah, <laughs> and like fictional characters, but it just, Donald and Daisy are more relatable. Like, I mean, people might try to portray themselves as perfect or their relationships are perfect, but no one is perfect. No relationship is perfect. Whether that be like a romantic relationship, a friendship, whatever it may be, like it's not perfect. And so I just think that Donald and Daisy are definitely the more relatable characters. Yeah, agreed. 
We just wanted to say that because we kind of noticed it. There's an episode of uh, the the Mickey and uh, the Mickey shorts where, like, Mickey and Minnie are like perfect, and then Donald and Daisy are over, like, like there's like both singing a song, and Mickey and Minnie are both like it's like lovey dovey, and then and it switches in, like, perfect harmony, and then it's like. Bicker, bicker, squabble, squabble, and that's like Daisy and Donald. And then like they yeah. get in a, they get in a situation where like Mickey and Minnie have a disagreement. They don't know how to solve it. And Donald and Daisy are like, "Oh, we'll show you how to solve a disagreement," because <laughs> they're like they're good at it. And uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah. anyways, yeah, Donald and Daisy are like a really cool couple. Um, we have a picture of we have a lot of pictures of Minnie and Mickey on our in like our house. Like we have these really cool art decorations from when we go to the art festival in Epcot. But I think this year we're gonna we already talked about it. We're gonna try to find a couple of uh, Donald and Daisy because which we have one already. It's like we do, yeah. I want to say they're like sitting. It looks like they're sitting in a restaurant, almost like. There's like a glass window and like the um, Epcot ball is behind them and there's yeah. fireworks going off and it just has like a really cute little really cute portrait situation happening. And not taking anything from Mickey and Minnie, like they're great. Oh yeah, they're good. They're a great, you know, Disney couple. But anyways, uh, least favorite character. This one's a slam dunk for me. I can go first unless you want to go first. Least favorite? Yeah. Pete. Pete. Yeah. He's the worst sure. one. Yeah. He's the only bad one. Next question. In both... There, I don't really think there's like a bad or like a villain. There's no villain in the other ones. No, in, he's the only one. Well, no. Oh, not, he's in both. You're right. Because he's not in. So there's not really a villain in the um the, Donald the first one. one, the Donald, the duck one. But then in Goofy and Mickey and Minnie, he's in both and he's the bad guy in both. And he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. If you watch uh, Goof Troop, the TV show, which if you have little ones, highly recommend. It is very. It's a kind of a childish show, so it's more of like a, like I'd say like six to twelve. Um, unless you want to watch it for nostalgic purposes, which I do and I enjoy it, um, much like SpongeBob. But um, it's what it, it, he's kind of the neighbor to Goofy, and he spends the whole every episode. He's like Goofy doesn't. Of course, Goofy never realizes it, but Pete's always trying to like cause him and Max like harm. He doesn't like them, and Goofy never catches on. Um, Goofy's just so... I feel like he's the perfect example of, like, ignorance is bliss. Yes. And he just is so oblivious to literally everything. He is. He just walks around life so blissful and happy happy and goofy because he's just oblivious. Yeah, I love that for him. But I think Pete's a slam dunk for least favorite. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Pete's the worst. Yeah. Next. A favorite scene... This is actually a really cool one because there's just so many different answers it could be. Okay, I'll say for me, I really... So there's two that really stand out to me. In um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, when they finally realize that Christmas isn't about gifts and, like, they are... You know, they tried to play tricks and pranks and it went absolutely terrible. And so now they're like, oh, we should, like, do the opposite and be, like, nice. And so they get acorns for Chippendale. They take the sleds and overnight are, like, making them into a boat for Donald instead. Like, and they are, whereas before they were, like, hiding from their aunt, now they're, like, freely, like, offering up her love to them or their love to her before she even asked. Like, they're just very thoughtful and they're just, they're very giving and it's, like, that moment of realization clicked for them and they're like, oh, this is what Christmas is about. Like, yeah. let's show that towards our people. And so that was really cool. Just like that whole kind of from that moment to the end of that one. I just think that whole 
situation was really cool to watch. Um, and then my other one that stands out is going to be from Mickey and Minnie when they're sitting in front of, are they sitting in front of a fireplace? Yeah. At the end and they give each other their gifts and they're like, oh, I traded this to get your gift. And they kind of realize like, oh, they literally traded the only thing that was valuable to them money wise. Yeah. And they realize like, oh, well, who cares? Like what's most important is like being with the person. Yeah. That you care most about. And so that was really, I don't know, it's just sweet. Yeah, I agree with you. I think those are both great. Those are up there for me. I think my favorite scene, um, well, you did you did one from uh, two. Why don't you just do, why don't we do this? Favorite scene from uh, one from each three, because you already did that. You did, because you did one from the first one from the third one. I think, okay, the third one, I'm just going to stick on the sentimental train, and <laughs> whenever... Santa gives the snowboard to Max. Yeah. And the first thing he wants to do is go take it to the neighbor's house and play with the boy. Yeah. Love that. That he was like playing the, with the cars with. Yeah. Like I just thought it was really sweet. Like throughout each movie, they everyone learned like it's not about the gifts you get. It's like um, the people you're sharing the moment with, and which I thought was cool. Yeah. I totally agree. That was really good too. I... um. I think then the first one, my favorite was, um, I think, I think I agree with you exactly the same. I think it's when they were like, okay, we've tried to pull pranks, but like Christmas is getting boring and like, we want to see how it's, how we can make it better. And so we're going to, instead of doing pranks, we're going to, we're going to, you know, make it better. And that scene you said when, when like, she's like, where's my kisses when she walks in. And then the last time, like they're like, where's our kisses. And they jump on her and then they start giving her kisses, which is so sweet. Um, for the goofy movie or not goofy movie for the, uh, for the goofy one. I think my favorite was when they were all at the house next door and goofy was just like being such a great dad and just showing Max like how to, how to bring good things to other people. It was so good. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah, and then what I loved about it is you brought this home too in your thing that you said. I love that like later, like at the end of the episode, Max did the same thing. He took his snowboard next door and played with the kids. Yeah. Because he, guess what? Yeah, I think he did that because he saw his dad do it. Yeah. It was so really good. Sweet. And then my, my absolute favorite scene in the third one was actually when Mickey pulled the small tree from the back and, and gave it to the family that didn't have enough money for the 10-footer when Pete was trying to make them sign the thing. Oh. And, and Mickey did the right thing. He lost all his money because of it, but he did the right thing. And I, he did. I thought that was really good. Can we talk about how Pete wanted people to sign up and, like, I just can't. Like, monthly payments for a Christmas tree? Like, yeah. what the heck? Fun fact. What the heck? In Goof Troop, that's what he does for a living is he's a car salesman. And that's well, what he's the worst. He's the worst. He's I know. Slimy and he's gross. Yes, he's he the is. Worst. Yes, he is. You should watch Goof Troop. It gets worse. Oh, I don't want to do that. Um, maybe I will. I don't know. You should. It's a good show. We'll see what happens. All right. Okay. <laughs> Least favorite scene. Um. One from each three. When Pete steals Mickey's money. So bad. Or when Minnie gets the fruitcake. Also bad. When Max realizes that um, Goofy was being Santa at the neighbor's house. Very bad. Yes, son. And then um, when the Christmas tree falls on Donald and the house is like all gray and everyone looks really sad. It's really depressing. Yeah. 
And but then Daisy walks up to him and she like holds his hand or something and, and he just smiles. That's really sweet. Um, but I agree with you. I think that my mine for the the Mickey one is also when Pete takes Mickey's money. That's just so sad. For, it's so sad. It's so sad. And then I think in the uh, the goofy one, either when. Pete's out there being an absolute idiot telling Max that Santa doesn't exist or when Max like sees the goofy Santa that's also really sad yeah and then in the Donald one I think it's when like the trees fall on Donald and Donald's just like he's not even mad he's just exhausted he's and disappointed he, he, and just like ugh. he's yeah. just distraught I he's, think yeah I agree yeah I think that those I agree with you a thousand percent I think those are so good I think another one too for me is like um Sorry, our cat's being wild. I'm so dead. Um, I have like a ring light set up and he's like sniffing it and playing with it. I yeah. just can't. This is his first time actually being out during a recording, actually. We're, we're trying to let him be out more and more often. We He gets closed up a lot. And so he's actually the sweetest cat in the world. It's our other cat that's kind of mean and she doesn't like him. And so she typically... She bullies him. She does bully him. And so she typically gets to be out more than him. But we're trying to... Actually, we're, we're trying to do better about it and let him out. About trying to let him out evenly. So we decided today that, that he would be out and uh, he's being a little wild. You probably noticed we got a little distracted a couple times and lost our train of thought because he's being wild. But um, it's like playing with the Christmas lights on the tree and like pushing the phone where the ring light is. And, and okay. yeah. Um, but anyway, I think another really kind of sad scene is when Max and Goofy are, um, they're like waiting for Santa Claus, they're like up on the roof. And they think they see him, and they get all excited, and then the lights shine, and it's a burglar. Yeah, that was really <laughs> it funny. Was like, oh. <laughs> it was also really funny, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, as far as favorite song goes, I would just say that the soundtrack was just really magical. I thought it was so cute that at the end they all came together and sang Christmas carols. Like it was so cute. I would I agree. Loved it. I thought it was great too. Um, so. This is kind of a difficult one to rate, but do you think this movie is over or underrated? I I don't know. I'm gonna say maybe I don't know. I don't really hear people talking about it to be honest. But maybe that's just because it's older. It came out in what, like 1993? 99. Oh. Okay. Yeah, my thing with this movie is I think it's kind of forgotten. Like, you and I probably watched it as kids, but we didn't realize that it even existed until a couple years ago. And then we, yeah. then we watched it again. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's over or underrated. It's kind of hard to say. Um, in my humble opinion, I don't ever hear people talk about it, so I, I think it might be mildly underrated. That's what I'm thinking, underrated for sure. Just because no one talks, I would agree, it's like forgotten. I think maybe like once in a while during the Christmas season, people might turn it on just because it's like Christmassy, but... Yeah, it was also a, it was a TV movie, so it didn't like, it wasn't like released like in theaters or anything. Oh yeah, but it's on Disney+. Plus. People like Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm sure it actually probably gets watched a lot more now than it did you know, to five, ten years ago. Um, after, it, I mean, when it first came out, I probably got watched a lot, but now people can go back and watch it. Like, I'm even considering watching another one of them tonight, the uh, 
the uh, Christmas Carol one with Scrooge. It's great too. Courtney says no, but isn't that the one where Scrooge like dives into like uh, the Scrooge McDuck? Yeah. Yeah, he goes into like the vault with all the coins and like dives into yeah. it. Ten out of ten. It's eight. Ten out of ten. Um. But yeah, I think this movie is forgotten. Yeah, I'd say underrated, underrated. for sure. It's really good. Like, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it in a while, turn it on and watch it. It's great to have on in the background, even if you don't want to pay attention to it while you're, like, decorating yeah. your tree or putting up decorations in the house or you're cooking some Christmas cookies. It's not long either. Or even to, like, I mean, I think you should pay attention to it because it's really good. But even if you just had it on the background while you're, like, opening up presents or, like, making dinner or breakfast or lunch or whatever, you know? Thousand percent, I totally agree. I think that um, I think it's forgotten and needs to be brought back into the center of of culture. Um, what's a theme from this movie that you can apply to your everyday life? I feel like I've already said it like five times. But Christmas isn't really about what you get or even necessarily what. Um, physical items you may be giving to other people. I think it's about um, just being in the presence of people that you care about and that care about you and um, just making really special moments Um, because let's be honest, in five years, am I going to remember every little thing that I got for Christmas? No. Do I remember every little thing I got for Christmas? As a kid growing up, no. I know I got, I'm sure I got some Polly Pockets and some Barbies. Yep. And an American Girl doll at some point and some fun clothes and journals and whatever. But it's like, at the end of the day, those things are nice for a moment, but what's going to, what you're going to hold with you through life is not those things. It's the people that you spend time with and the way that they made you feel. A thousand percent. Totally agree. I, for once, am not going to say anything. I just totally agree with you. That's the theme I take away, too. Cool. It's just about it's yeah. just about family. It's about, it's about people you love and spending time with them. That's what really it's about. Yeah, and not even necessarily just family, because, I mean, let's be honest, in our world, we, we have great families that we spend Christmas with, but that's not the situation for everyone. Right. Like your blood family might actually really suck but you can still spend spend christmas with people that you love and hold near and dear to your heart and even though they might be might not be your your family or share your last name like there's still people that you can choose to be your family and choose to be around and choose to have that that community with and you can still make great holiday memories with them yeah that's so true and um I think I think it's about friendship too. I think that friends have a lot to do with Christmas. Um, I think holiday parties and even work parties. Like we spend a lot of time with people we work with, and um, it's a it's more. I think that the big takeaway. I said I wasn't going to say anything, but it is kind of echoing what you said in a different way. I think the big takeaway from this movie and from Christmas in general is making it about spending time with people, and not about things that you get. And that's pretty much it. Just. The time you spend with people is what's most important. Yeah, I think I said it earlier, but it's not about like the presence that you get, but it's about who's in your presence. Yes. 
you know? thousand percent. So. Focus on that. That's what's important. Agreed. Movie drinks or snacks. We actually did some fun ones during this one. Yes. We baked those little sugar cookies, the little Pillsbury ones. So good. Christmas trees and Santas. Christmas trees. No, they're snowmen. Oh, you're right. Snowmen. Sorry. Christmas trees and snowmen. I was eating them so fast I didn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) They were really good. Yeah, we still have a whole... The ones we ate. We have a jar of them. We made a bunch. We made two whole boxes, um, and there's only two of us, so... We had lots of leftovers, um, but the ones we ate were really good. The ones that are in the cookie jar are burnt, so... We're going to eat them, though. It'll be fine. It's fine. Um, and we also had... I found these really cute Mickey goldfish at Target. Oh, yeah. Those were cute. So it's like regular normal goldfish mixed in with like red little Mickey goldfish. So good. And then we, uh, to drink, I've been just, I've, honestly, you can probably tell my voice. I wasn't going to say anything, but I've been really sick since uh, Thursday night. And today's like the best I felt, which is great because we are recording today. But I've uh, been running a really high fever and not feeling very well. But uh, today I don't have a fever and I feel much better. So very stuffy. But um, so I had a hot toddy. Courtney went and got me some, uh, some whiskey and some lemon. And she's been making me hot toddies all week. And it's been nice. Yes. Courtney had a seltzer, I think. I think I had, I've been... The Crown stuff. Yeah, so Crown has these like little canned cocktails that are really good. Um, it's sad because they only come in a four pack and I think they should give you more than that personally. But I had what's called a Washington apple. I really don't know what's in it, but I'm sure it has Crown apple in it. Maybe. And some I'm sure. ginger ale and some more apple-y things. It sounds good. But it's really good. I am a huge apple person when it she comes is. to like drink flavors. Um, I just really like apple. I don't know what it is, especially like green apple or sour apple. I like apple I too. I really love it. Like I like spiked apple ciders. Um, like after this, I'm actually, I'm right now I'm just drinking a little bit of Bushmills on ice. But I think what I'm going to do after we get off is I think I'm going to do uh, uh, Bushmills and some apple cider. I forgot we have apple cider in the fridge. Yes, we do have apple cider. It's very good. Um but yeah, we had a fun time. We just made Christmas cookies and we watched this movie and it was so fun. We had all the animals out except for Lily because she's a pill. But um, we had the Remy and Luna and Jenny were all on the couch with us, just kind of snuggled up on blankets and it was super, super cute, super fun. It was. <laughs> it was um, just nice because it was like I, in the morning I went Christmas shopping and then we came home and we baked cookies and then we sat down and watched a Christmas movie and then later in the day I wrapped some presents and it just felt really Christmassy and it was really fun yeah our tree our tree has presents under it now for both of us which is nice it's starting to feel like Christmas I mean it's been feeling like Christmas but it's it's really starting to feel like Christmas yeah we didn't have any presents wrapped until I went and got wrapping paper yesterday yeah now we have like 10 which is great yeah um any closing thoughts um okay fun fact Minnie's cat in this movie. Yes, this is was a good Figaro, one. Yes. Which is the same cat from Pinocchio. And I read somewhere, I don't know how true this is because it's the internet, obviously, but I read somewhere that um so Figaro was obviously the cat in Pinocchio, but Walt loved it so much 
that he wanted it to be Minnie's cat also. So after Pinocchio going forward and different things, it was Minnie's cat. So cool. I don't know how true that is. That's what the internet told me, so... No, it sounds good because as soon as she said, I think fig- that's super cute. It is super cute, and I remember I clocked it because I was like, "Figaro, that's not- I think that's the cat from Pinocchio," and so you looked it up, and sure enough, it was, and it was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Really and it's cool. even like even I don't know if they still its name is still Figaro, but it still looks like Figaro. Oh, that's even in things now, like yeah, it looks the like movies, Figaro. the shorts, the shows now, which is cool. I think it's cute because Minnie has a cat named Figaro, and then uh, obviously Mickey has Pluto. So yeah. she has a cat and he has a dog. It's cute. Super cute. Very stereotypical. Um, <laughs> but still cute. Sometimes stereotypical things are cute, you know? Yeah. No matter what you say, a boy meets girl never gets old. Um, so, yeah. Any closing thoughts? That was my closing thought. I love that. Um, we're not going to... Are we announcing our January lineup? Oh, yeah. Let me go get my, my thing. She's going to go grab her uh, her planner and while she does that, I'm going to continue talking um, about things. Now, we're super excited about January. We have, like, a good uh, good movie list. Um, we have a good guest coming on. We only have one guest in January. Oh, we don't know yet. Never mind then. I thought we did. We do not. No. Um, we will be having a guest for January. Oh. But TBD, we don't know who it is yet. Okay, cool. Go ahead um, and tell them list the movies. <laughs> okay, so the next two Mondays, so December twenty sixth, we will not be here. Have yes. fun observing the Christmas holiday. You can still listen to just another episode you haven't listened to yet. Oh yeah, there's like a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes out. Um, <laughs> I think this is our thirty. 30th- Third episode. So there's 32 others you can listen to if you haven't. Yes. Um, January 2nd. Also, no episode. Super sorry. Listen to another episode that you haven't listened to yet. <laughs> we will be back on January 9th um, with Pocahontas. Yish. I'm really excited about that. I am too. That's a good one. Um, the rest of our January lineup is as follows. We have Big Hero 6. And then we have The Princess Diaries, and then we're ending the month with um, The Incredibles. Yes, super excited. We are going to try to get a special guest on for uh, for one of those four movies. Uh, we have special guests. Actually, it's funny. For the rest of the like the we next three months, we have our guests planned, planned out. out for like m- February, March, April, and even May, to be honest. But January, we're just, are we going to have a guest or not? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Know? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yes. But um, awesome. That's all for me if you're good. I'm good. Just have a happy Christmas. As Harry says in, in, uh, in, in Harry Potter, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. I don't say Merry Christmas. They Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Th- holidays. Happy... Happy New Year because we won't see you until next year. What's it called? Happy Hanukkah? Yes. It makes me think of Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, this episode was super fun. Um, this, this, if you haven't seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, watch it. It's good. Watch it. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next year. Um, super sad. This is our last episode of 2022, but super excited for all the episodes that are going to happen in 2023. Yes. 
um, we're just thankful to end out the year with you guys. And we're thankful that um, you chose to spend part of your 2022 with us. We hope you'll continue listening in 2023. We have a lot of fun, great things planned for next year. And I don't know, just continue to be along with us for the ride. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Yep. Bye, friends. Happy Magical Monday, and we can't wait to see you next year.